welcome to Living Your Soul's Journey with Dr. Vicki. I am so grateful to be here with you tonight. We discuss issues to help you walk your soul's pilgrimage in your own authentic way. Sharing the path with your angels and spiritual guides gives you the comfort and security of always knowing you are not alone. You are invited to visit my website at livingyoursoulsjourney.com and fill out the Freedom to Be Me journal, a place of self-discovery. The show airs every Sunday night on BBS Radio at 4 Pacific, 7 Eastern. Call in or just listen during our inspirational discussions from guests around the world and from Dr. Vicki, a counselor of law and spirituality. And now, Living Your Soul's Journey. Good evening, everyone, and welcome to Living Your Soul's Journey. I'm Dr. Vicki, and I am happy to be here tonight. It's such a pleasure always coming on the show because it's given me an opportunity to go through the week and really look at life, look at my soul's journey, and look at other people's soul's journey, and it helps to bring an understanding and what I would call, well, when we have understanding, we have less judgment. And I think that is something that, especially now going on in our America, I'm, you know, listening to the news because I do listen to the news only because I like to know what's happening around me. And uh, I really want to send out a, a special prayer for those that are going through a lot tonight because there's a lot going on tonight in America. And I just, I want to want us to be protected in our United States of America. I feel like when I was born here, it felt safe. I really felt safe as a child. And I want my daughter to feel safe when I drop her off places or go places myself. I want to feel safe. And I think that's a big, big issue for us now. And I just ask for prayers for that. So I want to say that tonight, I really want to talk about our personal power and what that means. It's, it's, it's our personal power or being you. What does it mean to be you? Because if you are really on your journey to finding you, that authentic self, then you have that personal power. Yet there are some steps that we all can take to get there. And that is what I wanted to discuss tonight. I did pull two cards. I pulled them twice, interesting enough. I was kind of questioning them at first. I was like, okay, well, what shall I do with these, Spirit? And I said, let me shuffle again. Got the same two cards. One of them is yes. And I know I have a question uh, that I had asked, and I got yes on it twice. And I will be discussing what I feel that yes is about. And then the other one was focus upon your strengths. Now, that just ties right into personal power because when you're your authentic self, you are personally empowered. You can't help but be because you're connected to, to spirit. Now, when I talk about connection, we're going to really get into the three minds tonight. I don't want to get technical on you, but I'm going to tell you that I have been sent a lot of data via email. I don't know how people get my my address, my email address, but I get a lot of emails on 
changing your brain waves, changing your life. And when I really study, and I actually do study what they send me because I'm very interested in how people market things. And I'm one of those forthright people. I just like to say it like it is. I don't like to say, oh, if you do this, you get this. I really like you to know the basics of what everything that has been sent to me and I'm not saying they don't work. I, I never said that. I'm just saying I'm not going to spend my money on them. I would be emotionally, spiritually, financially ripped to shreds if I took everything in that everybody offered. Yet they're all saying basically the same thing when it comes to your finances, to your relationships. You are in control. You have the power. You know how to do this. And I'm thinking, wow, 20 years ago, if someone had told me that, I would have said, yeah, well, how? How? I mean, I, I, I'm not, I don't get it. I don't know what to do. And I still get calls from very, very dear friends, very, very dear friends, that as intelligent as they are and as smart as they are, we all are smart and we're all intelligent. Yet we all go through the same issues. I've been through them. I still go through them. What am I going to do about this? Well, should I do this or should I do that? Now, I've gotten to a point, thankfully, through all the mistakes I've made, which are not mistakes, but they are definitely lessons, learning lessons, that when I go through those, I have a step-by-step -step program that I go through to get to the answer. And it's taking less and less time. And I also go by my feelings. It isn't just all right-brained or left-brained. I, I combine the two together to get the answer. So when I talk about tonight saying yes and then focusing upon your strengths, I want to share with you that for a long time I offered counseling, consulting. I did it more on a intuitive level only. And I continue to do that. It's just that I add a bit more left brain information because it helps to be a balanced intuitive and counselor. It helps to be more balanced in this physical world. I have found it's the body, mind, spirit approach. Old term, but it's the truth. And I want to let you know that I am going to be creating openly these sessions involving energy work and step-by-step -step guidance and, and a knowing that you have a team, not just me, but your, your angelic team. I want to help you get to know them to help you along your path to whatever your next step is or whether you should take that next job. What should I do now? And it is a very critical time in our lives when we are in between this step and the next step. And we're like, we're in one place, but we're not sure how to get to the next place. And that's the best guidance that I give is because I can help you with a three-step program. And I know that sounds pretty simple, but it isn't in the sense of having to do things, having to be there and asking spirit to guide us because we don't have to make it complex. 
we don't have to spend thousands of dollars on tapes and CDs and and all these thousands of dollars of programs that are out there. And I'm, maybe they work. And maybe you have tons of money that you want to be able to do that with. But one of my gifts to my soul's journey that I was asked to do is to have this show. It costs me money to have Living Your Soul's Journey every week. I don't get this for free. And it is my gift to society, to those who choose to listen, who choose to take the advice. It's just part of my, well, it's part of my soul's journey. It's something that I've needed to do for myself, and hopefully I can assist others along the way. So, you know, if you're looking to that next step, go to livingyoursoulsjourney.com or just go to BBS and write to me via BBS. And I do have some questions that I want to get to a little later in the in the hour of some folks that have asked some questions and I'm going to answer them. They didn't want to call in. They just want to to listen and, and hear what some of their questions and some of their issues are that come up. And I will share with one of one of them that came up over the week. It's not going to be one of the three questions, but one of the questions that I was asked uh, over the week was I don't know what to do next. And it was fascinating because the person shared with me everything that they were doing. And it was ideally exactly what they should be doing. And I'll give you a good example since you have no idea who I'm talking about. When I moved from my house that I've talked about for years trying to sell, I said to my daughter, oh, I can get out of here in three days. I'll I'll be moved out of here so fast your head will spin. Well, facts are that The offer came, and three weeks later, we were gone. But the facts are two, fact number one, fact number two, is that it took me weeks. And when it finally came down to the final packaging of everything in the house, it took me all of those three weeks to sort through things. Now, it's easy, y'all, to pack. It's easy to just put everything you got in a box. But if you're sorting through and you're saying, oop, this has negative energy. I don't need this anymore. Let me share this with somebody else now. I gave away an ovation guitar, for heaven's sake, because I knew the person wanted it. It made me feel good. I had no use for it. It was sitting in storage. I already have one ovation and I have another guitar. It was like, how many guitars can you use, especially when you don't even play anymore? So it was fascinating to me to go through that process. I want to remind you, and I'm getting a little off the track here, but I want to remind you that if you are going through something where you are having to change your environment, get rid of things, um, remember that everything, every single thing in your house, paper, poems you wrote, letters you received, letters you wrote that you never sent out. I don't care what it is. Um, things that you went to school with, um, your your course books, all of those hold the energies of where you were at that time. So if you go down to your basement, even now, and you find all of this negativity and you're like, oh gosh, I don't even like going down there. It's because there's old energies down there that need to be gotten through. Now, this person that called me over the week, actually emailed, but she actually is going through a lot of sadness and it's because she's going through, she's going through room by room by room of a very large home condensing down to a new home. Well, 
she can't really get out into that new home and start her new life, how subtle it may be, until she clears away the old. For letting her go of the old comes in the new. And if you're moving from a 4,800 square foot home to maybe a 2,000 square foot home, you got a lot of going through. But even if you're moving to the same size home, you want to shift the energies of what you're taking with you. So I want to share that with you because when we really understand the three minds, and that is the focus of my counseling, and I will be very upfront about it, it can take years to get through or it could take you a month. It depends on your effort, how you want to get through it. I've taken years to get through mine because life is a continual healing journey. So when you're looking at healing, you may say, well, yeah, I want to heal this one specific issue. Well, it might not take long. It's not an issue of time. It's about getting down to the core matter of it. Now, when I had to go through my healing of, I never felt, I always felt like I had to be in a relationship, even though I'd spent most of my life outside of a relationship. But I felt like I always had to be in a relationship when I got into those very deep kind of bad spots that I would get into. And I would go into a relationship very, very quickly and get out very quickly because it really wasn't the answer. And I knew it wasn't the answer. And, you know, for people that um, believe that relationships should be taken care of and, and treasured and honored and all that, I agree with that 100%. It's just that when you were on my soul's journey, it was such a unique circumstance that it's it's really something that I just had to get out of for my own safety, at least the last one. So now I want to share with you, and you've heard this in psychology classes, you've heard it in life, and you've heard it in the body, mind, spirit. You hear it when they talk about these brain tapes that you can get to change your brain that you can spend five, six thousand dollars on, or maybe they'll give them to you for a thousand for this week only. And when you really look and study what they're really teaching, it goes to the three minds. Now, I will briefly go through each of them because I do want to get to these questions. And, and if there are any callers that want to ask any questions, that's that's great too. I welcome anyone that has a question. If you want to email me during the week, you can ask your question if you don't feel comfortable calling in. Whatever way makes you feel comfortable. Now, when we talk about the three minds, I call it the super, super conscious. And that can be confusing because it's like super conscious. I call that God, spirit, higher self. And that is that area that you connect through mediation, a mediation, listen to me, I'm, you can tell I'm a lawyer, uh, meditation and through journaling. Uh, journaling is very powerful, y'all. When you really want to shift your life, journaling is one of the most powerful ways you can do it. Just remember that when you do journal, you must be able to write down what you really, really have in your mind and your heart coming through to put down on paper that you trust, that you know no one's going to find. Because it's very, very disruptive to have things that are very sensitive, very vulnerable to you that anybody can read. So just remember that whatever that is now, I go through a journal, but I, I destroy mine every three or four months because one, there's old energy in it. 
So you don't want to keep those around. But journaling is very powerful in connecting with your higher self. Now, you say your higher self? I thought you just said spirit. I thought you said just said God. Well, your higher self is that perfection of you that, that goes with you every lifetime. It goes just like your body elemental, that, that person that helps you with your health. And no matter what you have throughout your lifetimes, you have that higher self. And that higher self connects you directly. It doesn't give you false data. A higher self does not say, ooh, that's a bad person. You shouldn't do that. It will guide you in a very positive, positive way. Now, personally, when I get calls for uh, reading sessions, I always ask my higher self and I get specific ways of communicating with them, whether that's true or false, whether that's good or another direction should be, be sent. And if it's too personal of an issue, sometimes I will call a friend because sometimes when you ask too personal of a question, you have to really learn your own higher self and what those those codes are, those communications are to keep you connected with your 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 spirit, your spiritual self. Now, intuition uh, obviously is a very key. And the thing about intuition is you have to really know yourself. Know your power because intuition, and I, I don't want to get into using any specific names, but there are a lot of folks that say, well, God told me to do it. And I'm like, hmm, wonder if they're, what field they're in. What, you know, are they in the astral field when they're talking? Or are they on drugs when they ask God? Or are they, you know, alcoholics and they're, you know, on their fifth martini or scotch and water when they ask god for those those answers that's um you're you're touching base with some kind of could be shady characters there that not obviously spirit so be aware of that when i talk about the spiritual mind i'm talking about the super conscious the powerful the pure the higher echelons of channeling so just just know that's what i mean and when we're talking about the spiritual mind or the higher self, we can ask for help. We can ask for assistance because they can only help if we ask. They're only going to come in in an emergency, y'all, if you're, it's a life and death emergency and, it's, and you're supposed to live. So, you know, they don't interfere with our free choice on a conscious level. Now, the third, the, the second part of that, is the reasoning mind. I call that the conscious. That's just the way I, I term it. That's the way I was taught. And throughout my own training, it just resonates with me. The conscious mind, the, the, the part of you that's the, the executive director, your captain of your ship. You've heard a lot of things where you're the decision maker. You're the one who has to have discernment. God's not going to give you that. You've got to learn that on this planet Earth. You've got to learn discipline. I mean, I'm amazed uh, at the willpower and the discipline that, that my daughter has uh, going to the school that she has. She has an incredible ability to discipline herself, the willpower that she has not to, to get into some crazy stuff that she could get into. Uh, just to have friends, it's not worth it. And especially in high school, kids don't realize that most of your high school friends, most, I didn't say all, most of them, you never see again. And, you know, discrimination, discrimination of, oh, I don't know if that's good. Or I don't know if that, 
situation is a good one. You got to be able to discern, have some discrimination in your life and concentration. When you're when you're looking at your life, uh, you have to be able to be your own president of your own life. That's me now. You're not connected to spirit. Remember, we're talking about three minds. And one of the big, big, fun, wonderful aspects of the counseling that I do is coordinating those together. So they're all balanced and they're all working together. There's a whole system for that. It doesn't take long to learn it. It's just a whole process of awareness, of ability to know, oh, that's what I should be doing. And you become your own parent. Now, I don't have parents. Both of my parents are deceased. And when you wake up one day and you realize this person that has been really there for you, whether you had problems with them or not, is irrelevant. You knew that they were there for you in some shape or form, even if they caused you upsets, they were always there. There was this presence. It was apparent. And so when they're gone, something shifts in you. Some wonderful things can happen. At the same time, you do go through a loss and you learn that you have to become your own parent. Is there's not that person to call when you get a little sad and just saying, hey, mom, I just want to talk because they know you. They know you. They know your voice. They know what's going on with you. They may not know the details, but they know. And that's very comforting to know. So that reasoning mind, that conscious mind, you you learn to become your own parent, your own ED, your own executive director. You learn to become the president of your personality. Now, that's a key element here because personality is your character. It's the way you laugh. It's the way you treat people. There are a lot of aspects of character of of your personality. Now, that's the second aspect of the three minds. And the third one is the non-reasoning mind. That is the subconscious. Now, everybody knows about the subconscious. And everybody, depending on your viewpoint, will say, you don't need to know anything about your subconscious. You don't need to even know about it. And I'm like, okay. There are people that don't believe in even addressing it. Uh, Because they they feel that the power of the mind can overcome it. And I say, yay, I agree with that. Yet you have to at least know that there is a subconscious there. And you have to know that it is operating the physical body, which is good. You have to know that it creates most of your dreams. It creates your vital force. It never stops working as long as you're alive. And it's a memory bank. Now, that's a key word here, y'all. A memory bank that files all your thoughts, your feelings, your imagination, your habits, your impulses, your desires, instincts, and your patterns of doing things. So, you might say, well, the energy work that you do, Dr. Vicki, can handle the subconscious without us even having to address it. And I'll say, yeah, you're right. It can. It really can. Yet, at the same time, you need to be aware that you say things during the day. Because I, if I'm counseling you, I'm not going to be there 24-7 with you. 
So there might be a pattern there that if you're aware of it, we can put a stop to it. Or I can go through the list of questions that I have to help you to address those so that maybe they can just go away on their own. And believe it or not, you can do that. So I, I, there's a million different ways of handling the subconscious. I just want you to know that it is a very valuable part of the mind. And if you have it unbalanced with your conscious mind, the I, the Dr. Vicky, the, 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 the Don, the Sue, the, the Bill, the Sandy, whoever you are, if you have the Sandy running in your life and that's you, then you're, that's good. Now, if the subconscious mind is running your life and, and spirit's not involved, you're way out of balance and you're just living in your ego. And you have to have, I mean, there's the key right there, y'all, is balancing it. And that's where my main, you know, therapy, if you, or counseling that I do is addressed in that. Because to balance those, you have to really go through a major soul's journey shift to become your own personal chief. So that you are connected with Chief. And that's why I put the big Chief on my um, promo going out for the show tonight. Is because you got to be your own Chief. You got to have your higher self Chief. Your own Chief. And you got to run that subconscious. So that it doesn't run you. If you drink too much alcohol, the subconscious is running you. If you treat people badly, the subconscious is running you. If you have issues in life, somebody bothers you, something something annoys you, you know your subconscious is, is bothering you. And you need to address those, y'all. It's not anything that you get rid of. It's not like, oh, I don't like that part of me. I want to get rid of it. No, 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 no. We shift it. We all have a shadow side and a light side. We just want the light to be in control of the shadow part. Because otherwise, we'd all be running around doing wild and crazy things. And there's enough of that going on in the world. Then we've got folks that are so afraid to do something wrong that they can't even go out and into the world and live their lives, live their soul's journey, because they're so much in fear. Well, guess what? Fear of making a mistake, fear of doing something wrong, fear that they might hurt somebody, fear that this could happen. Well, if they live like that, the subconscious is still controlling them. It's still in control. They're not in control. The only way they're going to ever be in control is to be able to get an issue, get at, at hand what's really bothering them about the fear. And that's the kind of counseling that I'm working on. So when we work, with, like right now, I'm on a, I just finished a 21-day program. And it is embedded in me now. I feel this shift in the balance of my subconscious and in my reasoning mind. Now, my connection with spirit is phenomenal. It can always get better. Everything from my viewpoint can always get better. It doesn't mean there's anything wrong. It doesn't mean anybody's fixing you. It just means that there's always something better. I do energy work 24-7. Even when I'm asleep at night, I pretty much have, you know, connections going on. I can feel them. If I wake up, I immediately go into gratitude. I immediately, like for, for instance today, and this is what I call connecting with spirit. 
I w- I'm in my beautiful home that's so small that I can really enjoy it. I see trees outside that are turning beautifully um, orange and a little bit of yellow. The gold hasn't come out as much, and the bright, bright orange has not yet. But most of them are, are green. And I'm just in gratitude. I, I have tears rolling down my face for being in gratitude because I hear things on the news. I hear about other people, and I'm like, wow. I just want to thank you, Spirit, for what you have given me and what you continue to give me. I don't ever want to take it for granted. Never do I want to take a moment of this life for granted. Because when I sit down sometimes, y'all, I think, wow, I don't have a mother. I don't have a father. I don't have a sister. Uh, I don't have a son. I have a daughter. I have a daughter and myself. And I'm like, wow, wow, am I lucky to have that? And, you know, yes, I'll go into a little sadness. Well, well you know, uh, you know, three-fourths of our family is, is, is deceased or gone. And it, sometimes it, you can get a little sad over that. It's just that that's the journey that I'm on. And that's the journey that my daughter's on. And we find gratitude in every single aspect of life. And I just, I tell you, the power of that is phenomenal. So let's just, you know, at the, at the end of the hour, I will go through these three minds again. And if they become overwhelming to you, that's fine. I'm going to be talking a lot about it because it really is the focus of what I do. And I noticed that, it, you, you know, to, to find true abundance in your financial, you got to have some self-worth. You've really got to believe that you can do it. You've really got to get that control of the subconscious mind, those tapes that run saying, oh, I don't deserve that, or I can't have that much money, or I really can't go out and get a degree. I can't do that. You got to get a control over that. You got to know what you're doing to do that. Then as the ED, you've got to have a really good plan. Now that, that, you know, we know, I learned this from my friend, uh, Lorelai, but I also learned it in my school that the um, key to men- good mental health is flexibility and um, people that are able to change their mind and be flexible with the changes of our times have very good mental health. And so you've got to be able to have your consciousness, your I, yourself in control of your plan. And then you've got to have that connection. If, if I want to go, I, by the way, I just started a new 21 day program today and the first thing I did without going into detail was I got a team of angels and I got a team, a group of people that have crossed over, uh, but yet have that have not crossed over too far from, you know, from this plane. So they understand it better than maybe an ascended master would uh, of the, the, the challenges that we go through in marketing or getting a program together or something like that, because I, that's not my forte is uh, to get a team together to help give me insights. They may not be able to do the the plan for me, and I may need help getting the plan together, but at least I have a clear vision of where I want to go so that when I do go to hire somebody, ah, I get the right person, and I use discernment in hiring someone. Same thing with you. If you're going to get someone who's going to spiritually counsel you, you want to know where they're coming from. If it resonates with you, then you know it's the right team. If it doesn't resonate with you, then you know it isn't right. It doesn't mean there's anything wrong with you or with them. It just means it's not the right team. So now I want to 
you know, understanding the subconscious, your consciousness, that I of you and the sub superconscious is pretty much the basics to clarifying and enhancing your life. How you do it is part of the program that I work with you on. And it is probably one of the key aspects of life. I have found through the years and years I've been looking First, I thought I would just counsel women. And first, I thought I would just do it this way. But I have found that that is the solidity of how it is all formed for me. So obviously, if I'm going to bring something to the table, it has to have authenticity for my life that I've lived through, I've experienced, I've been trained at, and I have um, actually gone through so that I can be of help to, to someone. Now, there were... Um, some questions that were asked and I want to address the first one because it came first in the week. My question uh, that was presented was, I um, want to know why my affirmations don't work. Well, what a great question. Why your affirmations don't work? Well, there's something that goes on a battle. And I learned this as, as a doctor in Rohan, which is a psycho-spiritual therapy fabulous therapy. When you say, I am healthy, and you're sitting there with back pain, leg pain, it's kind of hard to believe that. You're sitting there saying, I am healthy. But you can't say that all day long, I am healthy, because you're going to just just drive yourself crazy when your back hurts, and you say, oh, my back hurts. And I'm like, no, 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 I'm healthy, I'm healthy. So you've got this fighting going on. Your, your, your body elemental is fighting all the time. Well, you, you, wait a minute, wait a minute. I'm here to help you. And yet you're telling me your back hurts. And yet you're saying you're healthy. And I like the healthy part. I'm confused. So what do you want me to do? Do you want me to help you be healthy or do you want me to help you have back pain? So what we have learned through a lot of investigation, training, is that when you ask the mind, why is my back hurting so much today? They just say, oh, okay, well, it's hurting because you slept the wrong way, okay? So I started a program, and I talked about this months and months and months ago, and it's on my archives about asking why. Why do I feel so good? The mind starts to ponder that. Oh, well, you feel good because you feel good. And they start making you feel good. And it's that simple. It's like the subconscious mind works on impressions, stimulus, response. So if you ask, why do I feel so good? Wow. Oh, I mean, I do that when I'm driving a lot and I don't feel the best that I should feel. I immediately go with my body elemental and I say, whoo, why am I feeling this? Help me feel even better. I feel great. Why do I feel so good? Y'all, I have to tell you, sometimes I forget that it ever felt bad because I have already shifted why when I get in a car. Does my back feel so good? Why, when I drive for an hour, do I still get out of the car and feel good? Why do I feel success? Why am I successful? So when my daughter comes home in a grumpy mood, which if I were going to school, 
I'd be in a grumpy mood too because they don't have all the understanding in these schools that, that, that she has. I mean, she's young, but she has a lot of understanding. First thing I ask her is, oh, why in the world did you have such a great day today? And she kind of grumps and then starts laughing because she, she knows it's true. Why are you, why is that math problem so easy for you? Why is everything so easy? Y'all, if you, and this is where my counseling works with you. It's, if you're trying to do this on your own, sometimes it can be difficult. And I'm saying that not in, I'm, all I'm going to say is why not make it easy? Why not make it easy? And that's when you have someone helping you, you can start to train that, oh, this isn't difficult. This is, why is this so easy? This is easy. Pretty soon, you're going to find yourself saying it's easy. You don't even put the why in it anymore because you feel the it's easy. You feel it. And the law of attraction, years ago, y'all, um, left out something and because there's so many other laws and I, I have it all on my archives and I know that a lot of these shows were aired again uh, over the summer when I wasn't live and I, I just share with you the law of attraction is one law but there are many 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 more laws and so when you're getting into the feeling of something how it resonates with you the law of resonance means that it's feeling you're feeling it because you can say all day long, at 24-7, if you could stay up that long, I am wealthy, I am healthy, I am in love, I am wise. But if your subconscious is sitting there saying, you know, that's not what she said for the last 30 years, you know, they're not reasoning like that, but they've got these patterns saying, no, I'm stupid, no, I'm poor, no, I'm not wise, I'm stupid. So, I mean, you know, there's these patterns, these these tapes going. So when you start to do affirmations, you've got to shift it and you got to start asking why. And you can't just do it one day. You got to be consistent. There's your key. Then you might have to say, why am I always so consistent? Because if there's something that keeps you, I mean, there are days that I wake up and I'm not necessarily into my, the way I do affirmations, and um, I might, might not have enough time to do them. I do them anyway. I, even if it's just two, two minutes of them, I'll always say, why is this so easy to find the time? I like to sit out in, on my front porch in my, in my green rocking chair. And um, because I have green roof and green accents, because that's spirituality. That green represents spirituality because the heart, the, the heart chakra is green. And I like to sit out there, uh, especially now with it turning fall, and I like to read my different books. I'm studying a lot. I'm actually, right now, I'm studying Soul Psychology by Joshua David Stone, Ph.D., author of the Complete Essential uh, Ascension Manual. Uh, this third time I've read it, and each time I read it, a couple of years in between, it's like, oh, my goodness, it's like a brand-new book. And I, um, I had asked... Um, quite some time ago to guide me to the right aspects of what I should be doing in counseling. And I finally got my answer in the last couple of days. So I hope that answers your question as to why affirmations didn't work for you. They do work. It's just that you have to put them in a way that you're as the ED of the subconscious, the subconscious will grasp it. And there are a lot more things that we can talk about, about how you can work with, with the, the teams of, of angels to get all of that 
you know, rolling for you. So it actually flows. So it becomes a uh, second nature for you, which means when it becomes second nature for you, your new tapes in your subconscious are now running with your conscious. So they're not fighting each other all the time. Now, the second question was, um, or is, I should say, can't you learn to love yourself while in a relationship? Well, that's a, that's another great question. Of course, you can learn to love yourself while you're in a relationship. So much of my website talked about, well, you know, my soul's journey is I learned to love myself outside of a relationship, but it actually took the relationship, whether it was, you know, a long-term relationship or not, it took that relationship for me to learn a lesson about learning myself. So being in a relationship can be some of the greatest wisdom that you learn besides it it's great when you love somebody i mean it's it's wonderful if you can find that love and if it if it doesn't last a long time that's fine too because then you can learn oh i wonder why that didn't last or you know what did i it's not even about lasting i guess you know i have to tell y'all i don't really get into this oh you have to be with the same person the whole life that's a biblical term that i guess some somebody in some church came up with but the truth is, we don't have to be with the same person all of our lives if that's not the, the soul's journey. It doesn't mean that we should run from one relationship to another. But it also, sometimes we have to go through a certain aspect of a relationship to learn what we're supposed to learn. It took me a heck of a long time. It hopefully won't take you a long time. So, you know, the question again can't you learn to love yourself while in a relationship? Well, of course you can. And if that is your focus to know, to learn to love yourself, then just know very clearly you are not going into that relationship to find love. You only find love within yourself. Just remember that. It is so easy. You've heard this a million times. Until you really own it, you will keep looking for love in all the right or wrong places. Because if you go looking for love and you find the love of your life and it lasts 10, 12, 15, 20 years and you had the best 20 years of your life because of it, then that is fabulous. That is wonderful. Just when that relationship is over, whether it be from a divorce, going your separate ways, or through a passing of that person, just remember you still have yourself. It may not be easy. It may not be, but remember, you still have yourself. You still have your own love. And if you have your three minds connected, your higher self, your conscious self and your subconscious all balanced together, it will be a lot easier going through those circumstances. So always know that going through a relationship can be one of the most wonderful ways to learn about yourself. It's just that you've got to honor yourself when you're going through it. Don't give up yourself. Women tend to do that more than men, although that I've heard is not accurate. I've said that to a few of my male friends and they've said, mm -mm, no, Vicki, I don't agree with you on that. I believe that men lose themselves just as much as women do. They just, I don't know. They, I think the role, if we go back through time, I think the reason why we don't notice it as much with men 
and it's just kind of an insightful viewpoint, is that because the men in the past, not anymore, always made the money. So let's say that Joe and, uh, you know, Jack and Jill get a divorce. Well, Jack's the lawyer. He's out there making money. Jill's the homemaker. So Jill's at home. And when they have a breakup, I mean, Jill's lived Jack's life pretty much. They've gone to all of his law functions, all of his life. He had the life, if you may. So when all that ends, then her life is like, whoa, what happened to me? So we tend, if we're not out there working and supporting ourselves, out there doing our own soul's journey on our own terms, whether that, whatever that means, I'm not going to get into that right now, but what for whatever that means, you find that when a relationship ends, you just keep on going. Your life doesn't change any it, compared to what it would have been 20 years ago. I, um, when I, when I divorced, I was not, I was working inside my ex-husband's uh, business. And if he didn't make money, I didn't make money. It was that kind of, of a situation. And one day I went to an intuitive and that intuitive said to me, in seven months, you will not be in the position that you're in right now. You better go make a living for yourself. If you don't, you will find that it was the biggest mistake of your life. Well, you know, I listened to that with much anger, much frustration, but I put put it all together. And to make a long story short, I started becoming an attorney that really made my own money. I'd already been an attorney for 10 years, but I was doing work within someone else's company. So I really wasn't, you know, I wasn't doing it the way that I had my own shingle out there, so to speak. And when I became an attorney that was out there making my own money, I actually was the one of the next steps of my own personal power, because then when the divorce did incur and it would have happened, believe me, regardless of if I had gone to her or not, I would have not known what to do. I mean, the judge and here I am going with my legal talk, but the judge probably would have given me a year to get my my legal stuff together and I would have been dependent on income or something. I don't want all that. You know, I, I just wanted to be out there on my own. So when you get advice like that, sometimes you fight it because you're fighting that subconscious mind of saying, I can't do it. I'm not able to get out there on my own. Oh no, not me. So just be aware that, you know, that's what we're talking about. But yes, you can learn to love yourself while in a relationship as well as outside of a relationship. Now, the third question was, why does the subconscious have to be healed or changed for success? Well, and let's just say that your subconscious is wired a certain way for, say, Trump. Trump, for example. I mean, I admire the heck out of that, of, of his, his business abilities. His subconscious certainly wasn't wired that he couldn't make money. Although I know that in his, in his years, he had, you know, issues with that at some time or another. I've heard that every, every millionaire has lost money once or twice and they just make it up again because they're in their, they don't have that lack consciousness in their um, subconscious. Okay. So it depends on what's in that subconscious. It depends on what your lifetimes are. It depends on what was said to you in the womb. It depends on a lot of things as to what your subconscious has is at, as its thought patterns or, or it's, it's, um, memory bank, 
it depends on what's in there. It depends on your life circumstances. So why does the subconscious have to be healed or changed for success? Well, depending on what your what your situation is, if you're not out there making a living, yeah, then we got to look at that subconscious and see what's going on in there. Okay, we got to figure this one out. We got to see what you're really saying down there when you're not consciously thinking about it. Then, then and only then can you shift that and get the power to make a good living for yourself in a way that brings peace to you. So I want to thank you for those three questions uh, for this week. And if anyone has any that you want to send in or if you want to call in next week. Now, next week's going to be a very interesting show. When we talk about numerology, we talk, I always talk about Richard Andrew King because he is my personal numerologist. I go to him every year. My daughter goes to him every year. And he's an extremely talented author and has written many, many books. Next week, he um, is going, he and I are going to be dis- discussing the presidential campaign, not who's going to win not who's going to lose. We are going to be talking numbers. He is going to be talking about the six articles that he wrote. And if you will go to BBS this week and look on my website, you will see those. Also, they're on my soul's journey. That's the name of my Facebook soul's journey. You can go there and see his uh, six articles. I would recommend you reading them before the show because he talks about Hillary Clinton's numbers and Donald Trump's numbers. He will never give a prediction. He will just tell you the numbers and what they mean and how that could affect them in their race. And uh, the, the significance of this is that in your personal life, when you look at your numbers, I, I was looking at something the other day. I had uh, some appointments. And um, actually, it reminds me because I, I didn't do it at that time, so I'm going to do it right after the show. I had two Smiths that I did closings for, and I had two appointments at banks that both, this is really uncanny, two that had the same numbers, 27. And I said to myself, I'm going to go look at my, um, nor, uh, the, my numbers book that he gave me uh, to help me understand numbers. Because 27 and 27, and the Smith was interesting because that was, uh, it was just, I have to look at all that just to see the significance of the basics of that, going back to, to basics on this. So it's a power, numbers are very, very powerful. And if you will really, if you dream in numbers like I do, I, um, I have a numbers book that I keep right by my bed because I'll, I'll go through uh, like 77. Every time I get in the car for just years and years and years, it always had the number 77. And uh, that's a very powerful number for me. So, you know, it had significance for me. And every time that I went in the car and it had those numbers, I knew exactly what my message was. Now, the message might be a little different for you. But for me, it was a very powerful, very uplifting, very encouraging message. So it was like as soon as I see those numbers, I'm like, whoa. Thank you, spirit. Thank you. And um, everything should be said thank you for. It's it's like there there's always thank yous in every single aspect of life. And I want to remind you about that, to always be in gratitude no matter what. Find something to be in gratitude about. So anyway, Richard Andrew King will be my guest next Sunday. 
and it will, if you can't listen Sunday, we'll have it in the archives within a couple of days. It's going to be a very powerful show, very significant uh, to our times. And it will be very interesting as the election proceeds and it's over to go back and listen to that show to see how the numbers really resonated with what really happened. So I'm, I'm really excited about that show. And um, if you will go to, to BBS Radio and the bbsradio.com uh, soul's journey, uh, living your soul's journey, you can always see what's ha- happening on the show from week to week. And um, sometimes I'm not able to be live because I do a lot of theater. And uh, so when I'm, and when I'm in the middle of that, I can't do live shows. And so, you know, I will have something to re- rerun again. But anyway... Just be aware to, to focus on your own strengths this week, y'all. Say yes to life. Um, I've asked to be guided on how to assist you in your soul's journey, and I get a big yes on that. So I know that I'm going in the right direction with that. I've just got to know that y'all are out there listening. If you have questions, if you have anything you want to ask me, just go, like I say, go to my email, uh, go to my other email, you know, that that's on BBS radio and, and, you know, let me know that you're, you've got a question, you know, you've got a concern, you don't understand something. And I will do everything the next week to clarify it or to make sure that that is, it is understood. So again, I want to thank you from the bottom of my heart for being here on living your soul's journey this evening. Be sure and listen to Richard Andrew King next week, because it's going to be a very, very powerful show. Now, just before we leave, I want to just remind you, because we just got a, a minute or so that you've got your, your, your subconscious mind that you got to get control over. Your reasoning mind or your conscious mind, which is you, just you, I, I, Vicki, I, you know, Sue, I, Bob, whatever. And then you have your connection to spirit. And when you get those in really good balance and you keep them in balance throughout your lifetime, you will find your life will be running just beautifully. So until next week. Be in gratitude, many blessings, and have a wonderful week. Good night.